Hey guys, today I'll be interviewing a huge inspiration by the name of Matt Fox, an ex-professional tennis player who had the opportunity to travel around the world and kind of immerse himself in new cultures, see new places and change his perspective. We talk about why traveling is so important and how it can change your perspective. Matt's achieved so much in his life so far. He's been in magazines like Men's Health, Men's Fitness and GQ. But with all opportunities do come obstacles and Matt was diagnosed with cancer a few years ago. He survived, thankfully, and I thought it was so important when I was reading a story that I'd love to interview him because I know that we can all connect to this. We all know someone with friends or family who have suffered um, and we all know those emotions and I just thought he'd be such a huge inspiration to talk to. And I know there's people out there that will need to listen to this and they will be inspired by this. Now, what's Matt up to now? He's teaching people about health and fitness. He's teaching people that you don't need a gym to reach your goals. And he's right. There's so many people out there that have this view that you must go to the gym to reach your goals, which is completely wrong. We talk about what he does. He's got a YouTube channel where he teaches people bodyweight workouts, what he eats in a day, and just impacting so many lives around the world. We touch on fad diets, while why paleo and keto just aren't going to get you where you want to be, because it's just not sustainable. We talk about why you need a balance to keep yourself accountable to reaching your success. But without further ado, I'm really stoked that you guys are listening in and thanks so much. Enjoy. Hey Matt, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. Thanks for having me, mate. Happy to be here. So for people listening in who don't know who you are, you know, who are you? What do you do and what's your background story? Right. I am, I guess, 31 years of age. I've just moved to Noosa after growing up in Melbourne. Um, I'm two months into Noosa and I come from a background in professional tennis, which I did pretty full on from the age of about 12, 13 till I was 21, 22. Um, where I went through uh, cancer and had an operation and chemotherapy um, and remained fit. I love, I love health and fitness, obviously. It's always been my background with playing the sport at a high level and I love traveling. I've done heaps of it. I've lived, you know, for almost five years overseas. And now I am a trainer where I run um, outdoor group training here in Noosa and also online training where I train people around the world. I specialise in body weight training and calisthenics training rather than your traditional gym stuff. I don't really, I don't lift weights at all. I've just recently started doing some kettlebell stuff, which is really cool, but it still allows me the freedom to get out and train outdoors, which I'm all about. The gym kind of didn't do it for me in the end, and I finally threw in the towel, had enough, and changed to calisthenics, bodyweight training, and I'm in the best shape of my life because of it. So, And now here I am. What kind of motivated you to leave the gym besides not getting the results? Yeah, like, I wish I did it 
sooner than what I did, but I was kind of just stuck there in the gym um, because I thought it was the only way to get results and to maintain what I had. And I think it was like, I'd kind of hit a plateau and I was a few years into that and where I hadn't really progressed. And it was just the boredom of like the same gym, but it was any gym. It wasn't just, it didn't have to be the same gym, you know, like beautiful weather, even in Melbourne, I had, um, I lived on the beach or close to the beach. And it was just like, why am I in the gym like summertime when I want to be out in the park under trees or working out on the sand? It was just, so it became kind of a lifestyle change where I wanted that freedom too. Like back from the traveling days as well, you can't always get to the gym. You know, you might be staying in places that don't have a gym. So it was just, I think the freedom motivated me. I was just sick of going to the gym and relying on the gym. So yeah, I'd say freedom. You know, there's often you get that excuse, oh, there's not a gym near me. I, I need a gym to work out. I don't have a personal trainer. I don't know what I'm doing. But we've got so much at our hand that we can, you know, there's all these different things or online programs or YouTube, for example, like the people who learn guitars from YouTube. And it's just, at the end of the day, it's a bit of an excuse to, for people who don't want to do it because you can work out anywhere at any time. So you're a prime example of, if you want to get yeah. something, do it. Yeah, and that's exactly the reason why I started the training that I've been doing now for years. And I've my body, you know, three months into quitting the gym, stopping lifting weights, completely changed. It was like the body that I'd wanted to get but never could get through the gym. I got it within three or four months of actually stopped lifting weights and, and going solely body weight training. And I was just happier because I could do it anywhere, as, as you said, at any time. I wasn't relying on anyone other than myself to get it done, which is a great feeling. That's how I developed my online training and everything from that, because I wanted to show people that you can actually do that and there is no need for a gym. It's funny you say that. Like, I've been very active my whole life, but I've been training in a gym for, I don't know, maybe eight years now. And it's funny, like, ever since I changed my style from being a bit more, you know, unconventional and working more on like just flows of the body and you know a bit of calorie here and there i've found that like that one i'm more happier because i'm not feeling obligated to lift so much weight and two i'm actually getting better results yeah well that's great so with most things we all go through struggles but what are some personal challenges that you've had to overcome you've touched base on a few of them mm, i guess obviously the biggest one and the one that always comes to mind was uh getting diagnosed with cancer yeah that was a pretty um big event and you would have had you know a lot of personal growth from that experience yeah for sure like it was mentally challenging as well as as physically i guess but it it definitely put things in perspective and and nowadays probably makes some things a little bit easier too if i if i go back and and think about uh, stuff that I've gotten through, then yeah, it puts puts current day things into perspective. I think. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, that, I guess that's what happens in life as well. We we don't get out of that, you know, that autopilot mode, that unconscious habit, the patterns and such, until we go through a really rough time like that, because that's when you you're present again. You you know what's happening, and then you start to think about absolutely everything. Yeah, for sure. I think um, every person out there has um, a little story in them or a little struggle that they overcome and they could probably use that that memory 
when they find find things bothering them that are of pretty much little importance in comparison to what they have have conquered before. So it is good to have that as a little um, perspective, I guess, in the memory bank. And you know, is there habits like along the way that you've kind of picked up um, after those kind of challenges? Habits that you you found that were maybe self sabotaging, and you thought, I need to change this. How I view things and how I tackle challenges. I don't think I created a daily habit or a weekly habit out of that event, but definitely maybe uh, a way of thinking differently. Yeah. Another thing I always like to ask people is. There's always this, you know, everyone talks about how traveling changes your mindset, changes how you look at the world and so on. And uh, a lot of people believe it, a lot of people don't. I'm a big believer in it personally, that traveling can really change someone's perspective and their life. But what's your perspective on traveling? And was there something overseas that kind of changed your perspective? Yeah, I mean, I, I traveled, I've been to, lucky enough to have been to so many countries, I think 40 plus maybe 50 plus, but some of them are obviously third world, like some parts of Africa. I know yourself, Morocco, I've been to Morocco too. Some parts of Eastern Europe back probably 12 years ago now, which were pretty rough as well. And just living conditions, I guess, in comparison to Australia. And yeah, seeing like, you know, different types of poverty and, and kids um, working pretty hard and obviously not going to school and, and stuff like that definitely gives you a perspective on things too. Do you think if more people travelled, their perspective on life would definitely change? Do you think more people would be so, so much more grateful? Yeah, that and yeah, that and probably just an all-round better person because it forces you to get out of your comfort zone too. Yeah. Um, and and connect with people, especially if you travel alone, which I've done a heap of too. Like, it's either you go meet new people or you sit in a hotel room by yourself and not have much fun. Forces you to do things, yeah. And, you know, there's been times when I was over in Europe and I think it might have even been Amsterdam for King's Day. There's, you know, there's all these parties, people, everything's going on, everyone's happy. And it's, I guess at times, like, we, we're all a bit of an introvert at times. And, I was like, okay, sweet. So you can, you know, sit sit in your corner and you can watch everything happen or you can go out there, meet new people and have the time of your life. Having that, that choice, do you think people struggle with that choice of, you know, being open and... Yeah, for sure, I did. Until that becomes too boring and you've actually got to break that, I don't know, shyness, embarrassment, whatever it is that's holding you back to go and put yourself out there and, and meet new people and do new things that same mindset is brought back home to everyday everyday life where when you actually do that you learn more so you grow as a person and you become better and coming from a country town when you're kind of like isolated in a town that's small and everyone knows you it's it's quite easy to not get uncomfortable as well so i think when people do like they get out of their little bubble and they go travel and they meet people and they have these experiences yeah well, yeah, exactly. That's that's what that's what traveling does, and and I think it might help when you're in a different country and you're kind of surrounded by people that don't know you. So it kind of gives you the shove too, because it's like, well, I don't really know these people, so does it really matter what they think anyway? So talking on mindset and you know getting out of your comfort zone, habits and so on. Do you believe like that 
working on the mind and body through nutrition and training is enough to create a real balance in someone's life? That's a good question. Yes, because I think it starts with you. So if you can be disciplined enough to improve your health and fitness and do what that takes, because obviously it does take some discipline. I mean, you can't do nothing and, and eat shit and yeah. improve health and fitness. Then, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say it is. But then obviously you want to progress and use what you've learned from the self-discipline and commitment and drive and everything that's helped you improve your health and fitness to improve other aspects of yourself too. Yeah, definitely. What would you say to someone listening in and, you know, maybe they're stuck at that point and they don't, they want to, they want to get started, but maybe they're still stuck. Maybe they feel like they can't actually get started yet. Like what's something that you would say to someone like that to help them kind of, you know, just get that first step in the door. I would say they need to create a little schedule or a diary or whatever it is and pencil in two to three times a week, 30 or 40 minutes for them time where they can go and work on their health and fitness by doing some exercise. And then combined with that would be to write some goals out relating to their health and fitness and stick that up on the wall so they see so they see those goals and they get reminded of why they're actually, you know, putting aside that 90 minutes a week or whatever it is to, to do that. That's a, that's a simple, simple way that I think anyone can do. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, simple is best at times because it keeps people on track. People always, you know, try and overcomplicate things like which, mac which micronutrients, like what vitamins do I need, blah, 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 and so on. But, you know, they're, they should really be focusing on... A, eating whole foods you know throw the candy away don't focus on vitamins you're when you're eating two bags of candy every day focus on you know just slowly implementing whole foods yeah exactly yeah i mean simple and that's that's the simplest thing you don't need to get fancy with vitamins supplements and everything like that you know i guess you'd see it all the time where you probably asked it all the time like which protein powder should i have what meal should i have should i go keto should I go paleo? It's all, all the above. And, you know, what's your kind of view on that? Do you think that there's a special kind of diet for everyone or you just believe like it's just about just having a real balance with everything in between? A real balance, 100%, because I've done all the different crazy diets and paleo and keto and all that rubbish. It's not sustainable. It's not fun. You're the boring person at social events that like, refuses to have a carb when the scientific fact is that carbs don't make you fat overeating makes you fat so you can go do keto all you want but if you're eating more than you burn you're going to be fat if you want to just go on a protein and green veggie diet and you eat too much of that well you're going to get fat so you might as well eat everything within your limits and enjoy life and enjoy food and not have to worry about avoiding anything which is not sustainable or healthy long term anyway yeah that's my view on it and since i changed and started eating everything then i've my body's i'm very happy with how it looks and it, it was never like that when i was doing those stupid diets so yeah and a, you know a big one is is people don't actually realize that you know, the ketogenic diet was created for people with epilepsy it wasn't created as something to you know help you lose weight or to you know help stop seizures which is you know it's not mainstream but 
there's articles on it, but it's not mainstream. And it just kind of shows that if one person creates a, a phase or a fad or whatever it may be, you shouldn't always follow them. You should follow what kind of like what you feel comfortable with and stop trying to be like everyone else. Exactly. Exactly right. Well, yeah, it's from a sense of sustainability and you actually enjoying it too. Like there is absolutely no fun in trying to cut out an entire food group. Like I'm having a big, a bit of a go at keto because I think that's popular and popular for the wrong, wrong reasons. Um, and it's actually unhealthy in the end what it does to insulin resistance. And I don't think it's good. So yeah, there's, there's no point of all that stuff. Like you don't need to eat a balanced diet, eat from everything and, and you'll be fine. I mean that uh, I'm not having to go at also vegetarian or vegan. Like when I say eat from everything, that's if you're a vegan or whatever, great. Like you don't have to eat meat to get protein. I eat probably 80, 85% vegan now. So it's when I say eat from everything, I don't say you have to have meat or you have to have animal products, but it's just cutting out food groups, you know, the, the macronutrients, the carbs, proteins and fats is more what I'm referring to. What's your, you know, what's your view on, um, you know, these supplements that, you know, promote like detoxes and, you know, shrinking your, your waist and all these things like, because people don't understand that all they're doing, that they're just starving themselves and, you know, creating a malnourishment in their diet. But what would you like, obviously you get past this lot. So what would you say to those people? Like, how can you identify what is a fad and what is, you know, whole and nutritious? nutritious yeah well i mean i think you know i think you know my answer to that stuff too but um there's yeah i don't think there's a magic pill for sure you can detox your body i think that's another proven fact but you in saying that you don't need to drink some bullshit tea for a month to do that as well so yeah i mean it just comes down to eating I think foods that are good for you and foods that your body responds well to and, and plenty of water. It doesn't have to be um, too fancy or a bunch of crazy chemicals jammed into a pill or some magic tea. And it's just a good way, like, you know, for people who, do, who are listening in and they don't know and they're like, okay, perfect. So just some guidance on, I need to just keep it simple, keep it easy. Yeah. So you've got, you've got a YouTube channel as well. Yeah, I've got um, a YouTube channel and an Instagram page. So what on your YouTube, are they all kind of workouts? What do you do? Is there some stuff on there that maybe someone could search and kind of get a bit? Yeah, of for sure. So YouTube, they are more majority workouts and workouts that you can do anywhere outside of the gym. Um, so home workouts and, and workouts outside, backyard, park, beach, wherever you want, pretty much. Um, also a bit of food stuff in there and just like stuff I eat in a day. I've done a few what I eat in a day videos when I'm trying to put on weight, when I'm trying to cut down. I'll show you like post-workout meals, like just simple stuff like that. And then I guess a bit of everyday life, travel stuff. Yeah, so a bit of a mix, but majority would be fitness related, yeah. Oh, perfect. And that's like a good starting point for people who, you know, might want to, find those simple things, find an easy workout to get into, um, you know, understand uh, post-nutrition training or pre or whatever it may be. So they can kind of get an idea of what they actually need to do to, you know, start changing their body, start changing their mind. So just got two, two last questions for you. So yep. just before we get to the last one, I think it's really important because, you know, with this, you, people who are listening in, they're listening in for a reason. They want to know what, where they can go most people do feel stuck in life, maybe, you know, 
young man maybe going through similar challenges that you've gone through, what advice would you yeah. have for people listening? Then? I would say open up to your family and your friends or someone that, you know, someone that you can confide in and that will be supportive because having support is super important. So, you know, don't try it. I mean, I think it goes with anything, not just you maybe mentally you feel shit too. Like you don't have to have a physical health issue um, would be to speak to people because they're often more willing than you would think to help you, you know, people that care about you. So that's probably, that's probably the main thing. And then staying positive, easier said than done, I realise on some things, but, you know, just finding positivity and even little things and, and what you can be grateful for and even the fact that you can listen to this podcast because you've got an iPhone or, or something like that, you know? I'm a big fan of, I am a big fan of Gary Vee's because he, there's this one thing he said, he just says, you know, fill yourself with positivity, like, you know, 24 seven, if, if you are in a bad scenario, that works to a point, but you also need, like you said, to open up to your friends and family if you're not feeling, you know, the greatest. Um, yeah, 100%. But what's your plans? You know, where do you want to be? Do you, what are your goals for the next five years? Tough one. And I think, um, you said you're a big fan of Gary Vee's. Well, I saw something of him the other day saying he's got no fu fucking idea what he wants to, yeah, where yeah. He wants to be <laughs> because it changes so quickly. Yeah. Um, that to some degree is tough, but I would like to be, uh, I'd like to have the freedom or, or even more freedom than I do now to be anywhere in the world whenever I wanted. Yeah. Pretty much. And be able to, and, and be able to do, what I love doing, which is, yeah, I mean, helping people change their lives through health and fitness. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's me. No, it's great. And, you know, that's the biggest thing is for me personally as well, like there's no better feeling, like you, there's absolutely no better feeling than, you know, knowing that you help someone or, you know, change their life, their mind, their body, whatever it may be. There's just for, like, there's just no, no fulfillment, any other way it, when you see someone else when you know you've impacted someone else and you've made them smile and you've done something you've you know helped them improve somehow that's what i think everyone needs to focus on as well like taking the time to do something good for someone else at least once a week minimum like it doesn't take long go buy a, a rose or a bunch of flowers for an elderly person you know yeah. help someone take some groceries to their car like just simple little things yeah exactly but that's everything from the podcast today thanks so much for answering all my questions and coming on and talking about you know where you were at one point and what your views are on diet training mindset and you know travel as well i can't wait to see what you've got in the making over the next few years because i know you'll do amazing things and you're going to impact thousands millions of lives as you go on as well because you know you're a big inspiration especially when i was like you know reading like what you went through i was just like this guy's amazing <laughs> thank you yeah well i think um i could say the same about you you know doing this podcast and and your own story and and struggles are pretty pretty full-on and you've come out the other end um obviously doing amazing things and, and trying to spread your vibe to people too so i think um it's really impressive what you're doing so thank you for having me 
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening in. I really appreciate the support that you guys do by listening in and sharing with your friends. Again, if you have any friends or family members that might need to hear this, share it on your social media. Let's get this out there. Let's help people. It's not just me, it's you. We're a community and we can help save lives. If you didn't hear already, you can reach Matt on Instagram at Matt, Maddie, uh, C. Fox and on YouTube at Matt Fox. On his YouTube, he's got some amazing workouts. You get an insight to what he eats and it'll give you a lot of inspiration that you might need if you're a beginner. As always, thanks so much for listening in and until next time.